Hello everyone, I am Rafaela Tanconi and this is our Off Balance podcast series, Turning Maternity Penalty into a Career Dividend. So hello everyone and thank you for joining our podcast. I am Rafaela Tanconi, founder of ADA Economics and I am super delighted to have Patricia Brenner with me, my wonderful life coach <laughs> and personal <laughs> trainer. Um, so this podcast series is really about the experience of maternity and entrepreneurship when they meet and when they fight, really. <laughs> and I've met Patricia because she assisted me during the pregnancy period of my second child. Patricia, hello. How are you? Tell us. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your uh to this lovely chat, to your podcast. I'm quite, uh, I feel quite honored, actually. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, the pleasure, the pleasure is, is really mine. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about our experience together, because you have a really special job that I don't think that many people know. You are a personal trainer and a life coach yeah, in London. Exactly. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, I do. And um, but actually, before before I'm going to talk about that, what what made you decide to back then? You know, I mean, it's it's been a couple of years ago. What made you decide to come and see me? Actually, you know, why why did it? Why did you needed a, a life coach and of course personal training through your maternity? Yeah, that's a good question because I didn't use one in my first pregnancy. Yeah. I think it was a matter of complication. So when I got pregnant, which was in 2015, I had just set up my company. Yeah. So my company was not really complicated. It was me, the name, and you know, we had few clients. So in that respect, yeah. I didn't feel I really needed anything. It was actually quite nice. It was quiet. You know, I was able to take three months off of uh, maternity leave. And then, you know, we found a nanny. So it was all quite smooth, actually, initially. Yeah. Then as time went by, I tried to expand the company very aggressively. Because as we were doing research about how economies behave and, you know, the transition that we could see in Europe, it, it became very evident that size of companies made a huge difference in their ability to thrive, right? So yeah. I wanted to, to follow that advice myself. And I thought, okay, the company needs, you know, at the time might have had two or three employees. It needs to expand. So we all of a sudden scaled up and went to 15 employees, yeah. right? Oh, and yeah. that posed a lot of management challenges. And as I was doing that, I fell pregnant but lost the child. Because I was so stressed, you know, yeah. trying to manage everything. It was when I fell pregnant for the second time, it was just too much complication. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. handle it. So in that summer, I lost it. And then, you know, a little bit of time passed, but I got pregnant right away again. Yeah. And as soon as I passed the first trimester, so we knew 
it was going to happen. Then all of a sudden I thought, okay, last time I didn't handle it very well. No. <laughs> <laughs> the company is too complicated now and yeah. just, you know, fudget isn't going to work. So I was lo desperately looking around for some kind of assistance and I came through your website and it really, I, I, I distinctly remember, it was so refreshing. It, you had this unique mixture of physical advice. You know, you have these beautiful yeah. pictures of you like a ballerina and some <laughs> amazing stuff. I thought, wow, okay, this is and, uh, and life coaching. And honestly, I didn't know anything about life coaching. I didn't know what it is. The earlier, the person that only talked to me about life coaching had been 10 years earlier. And I almost laughed at her because I thought, life coaching, this is, yeah. I don't need that. Um, <laughs> but, but somehow, <laughs> somehow you really attracted my, my attention. And so I came to you and, and I must say, you have been definitely an asset. So how about you tell me, what you do that is so special <laughs> uh yeah well well like you said before there are not many people combining personal training so like the physical training i'm teaching pilates as well so uh, they don't combine the physical training specifically with life coaching i mean you're coaching it's coaching when you when you train someone or you teach a class you are coaching someone but when you do life coaching, it's going to be more specific, isn't it? You, people come to you with some certain kind of uh, issues. You know, they're stuck uh, in, in life and they, and they want to move ahead, but they don't know how. And then they come to see a life coach. And the reason I chose, because I started actually, first of all, with teaching classes. Uh, that's what I started off with. Then I went into one-to-ones. Uh, because I did enjoy and I still do enjoy very much my classes, but in a one-to-one -one session, you can give someone all the attention and you can really look at someone, you know, when you get a group of people, I can't, I can't sometimes, you know, monitor 25 people at the same time in 45 minutes, but when you got the one person, I can really see how you move and, you know, and making making adjustments for you specifically for you but what i found out through that when i started that career and as well nutrition so i also became a nutritionist because i thought well that all works together isn't it nutrition mm -hmm. personal training the, the the physical bit the fitness bit but then i thought you know i saw people how they moved and i also noticed how I just spotted when people were very insecure, when they, uh, and when people are secure, they're rounding their shoulders forward, you know, they're not looking up, but they're looking a little bit down and, and, and rounding their spines and all. And then I thought, well, the if, if I can incorporate this to look at as well at the mental state of someone, and improve this, it will also have an impact on your posture, the way you move, you understand? Because the mind, and we all know that the mind has a, is very powerful. It, it, it's got a, a huge influence, uh, impact on, on your physical being. 
but and but other way around as well when you change your posture it will certainly have an effect on your mental state if you uh, train the physical if you get stronger you you strengthen your back you strengthen your core you you're standing up straight it surely will give you more confidence you understand it will yep. surely have an impact on your mental state so the whole thing of the mental state having an impact on the on the physical and vice versa that was my interest and i thought i have to combine this i need to understand why people the way they move and 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 to see more not just to look at the person like oh yeah she wants to lose weight or he wants to become stronger or wants to whatever what people want when they do their physical training i just need to look beyond and then i can be much more I can be, it, the training can be much more beneficial and have more long-term effects than just giving people random exercises. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're absolutely spot on. And I think perhaps it's, it's good to emphasize here that we're not talking about sick people. It's not that no, people no, no. have psychological imbalances. No, we're just no. talking about nourishing that special equilibrium between emotional, physical, and mental well-being, exactly. which is a necessity for day, everyday life, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think, at least in my personal experience with you, there are two separate sides, equally valuable, because one side was to some extent an emotional reckoning that yeah. I, and I've, I've talked about this in, in a previous podcast with, with my friend Joanna. I mean, maternity somehow opens up doors of your past that you are very carefully sealed before. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> brutally open it up and then all of a sudden you have another problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you, you helped me with dealing with some blockages, as you said before, on, yeah. on the emotional level. But yeah. then there is also the day-to-day -day stress, which is yeah. very, very constraining on yeah. people's lives, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's all that together, all together, you know. I mean, if I look at you, when, when we were working together, I remember, well, you, yeah, like you said before, you suddenly started to realize that you... You had some issues which were there already for a long time, but you never addressed them. And suddenly it became quite clear to you and, and that it was blocking you. It was blocking you personally, but as well your business. Yeah. So, and then of course your daily life stress pre-COVID. Remember pre-COVID when we were <laughs> running around like fools and especially in London in the city, you know, and uh, and how to manage this all, how to manage your personal uh, blockages, but as well how to deal with daily life stress. Yeah, th that that's why I think it's it's very necessary to to do some coaching. Of course, if you like you you needed it. If you don't need it, you're fine. But if you need it, certainly, how can I manage stress, and how can I deal with my demons? <laughs> <laughs> demons no, I... of the past. Usually, it's demons of the past. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and do you find that most of the people that come to you are able to learn and keep it up? Because I find that the advice that you gave me in terms of certainly certain demons and certain 
tips to manage the organizational part of my business really had a yeah. permanent positive effect, you know? Yeah. But on terms of regularly training, I mean, I have to say, this is a constant struggle. I, I mean, yeah. I can rationally remember that I should do it, but it's really hard yeah. to, to have the regularity. Do you find them an outlier or is, is this fairly common? Oh, this is very common. I mean, uh, most people find it very hard to keep consistency in their training. You know, they're very, very, uh, I can see this every time again. So people are really, especially in the beginning, they're really like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I see you. And then suddenly after a month or so, <laughs> they suddenly things happening, you know, they, they uh, live events, you know, they suddenly start to get busy with work and then they can't make it because, um, you know, suddenly they have a lot of meetings. And when things like that happens, then they lose their, that consistency and then they're back again to where they started before mm -hmm. they came to see me. So this is quite difficult for a lot of people to hang on. And that's why you need a coach, actually. And, and to manage to get yourself through those, especially the first three months are quite critical. If you can get through this and then make your training like a daily routine, you just need to... It's all about making small changes, not big. This is the thing. Things are sustainable when you make small steps, not when you make big steps. Mm, you know, when you want to make a, a major change in your life, unless you can, because we're all different. It's all, you know, I mean, some people can. But if you make small changes, daily changes, incorporate that in your daily life, they will last a lifetime but if you make big steps and you want to make a huge like i said before huge change just overnight it, it's it's not gonna have a long lasting effect mm. so when i talk about small changes it's, it's like you know daily routines it's like a daily routine like brushing your teeth and when you wake up for example you make yourself a cup of tea uh, when you finish work, you make dinner. I mean, it's all small changes to say, well, you know what? When I finish to work, I, you don't have to work out for an hour in the gym. You could also say, I'm just doing about a 20 minutes, but that 20 minutes makes a difference. So, and those 20 minutes could be that uh, you, let's say you finish, let's say you're, you're in the office and you already bring your training gear with you. And, and then get changed. Maybe if you can in the office, go to the toilet and get changed to something. You're already in your training gear and then go to a, a gym. And even, even if you, like I said, if you don't have an hour, just 20 minutes to walk in and step on the treadmill and do some walking or incline or, you know, doing some strength training program or little things. Or even if you can't go to a gym, you go to a park you know, go to a park or you're not getting on the bus uh, for the first few stops. You say, you know, you just walk for 20 minutes and yeah. then get on your bus and on your tube. I mean, those little things, I mean, it works out differently for everybody, but little things every day you incorporate. So every day after work or before you go to work or in your lunchtime, go for a, a, a walk, you know, yeah. go for whatever. Yeah, but it's the little things that makes a change. It, yes, this the sustainability aspect I think is is critically important to to understand because 
the cost of burnout, whether that is physical, yeah. mental, or emotional, is enormous. People, especially for, I mean, you are an entrepreneur yourself, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Of course, if you're an employee, in any case, it's problematic. But then when you're solo, it really becomes exponential because then all of a sudden you can land into months, if not years of not yeah. forgone revenues, right? And, exactly. and your whole world falls apart. And, yeah. and I find that this is really a massive bottleneck that to some extent we always had because it was always, I mean, I grew up in Lombardy and, and in the good days of, of Italian economic history, you know, everybody yeah. was an entrepreneur around me. My, my own parents were entrepreneurs. And I yeah. can see how people begin to age and then they're worn down, their energy levels goes down yeah. and then their business goes down the drain. Yeah. And then you're really stuck with a massive problem because turning around the big ship, as you said, big changes are very, are very hard to do. And yeah. to some extent, what I found incredibly valuable about coaching is as an entrepreneur, you really need to figure out daily, weekly, yearly what is the real priority, right, in order to keep the business thriving? And it seemed to me that your approach of keep on mixing mental and physical well-being, it really is necessary to keep focusing on the right stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What could I say? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more. I think we've found the recipe and uh, we really just want to make sure, you know, more and more yeah. people know about it. Well, let's uh, let's end this conversation here so we keep yeah. it short and to the point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I agree. But should I, yeah, there's not much more I can add to this. You know, it's just like you said before, we need to learn how to deal with stress, managing it. And, and that you can do through exercise has proven always to be a good stress release and meditation, mindfulness, all that stuff, because that's also what I, I promote. I promote, I also incorporate uh, mindfulness in, in, in my coaching uh, for those interested in it. So, you know, it's about managing it. Yeah, it's about managing it and incorporate it in, in your life. And it doesn't need to take much of an effort. Like I said before, you don't need to sweat for an hour and, and, and go to a bootcamp unless you really like to do that to reach what you achieve, what you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. You understand? It's small yeah. things you can do in life. Yeah, great. Well, it was, it was yeah, great talking to you. And I'm, I'm really pleased that you asked me to uh, participate in this. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy as well that I made some changes in your life, you know. I mean, uh, though it, there were small changes, but again, it were small changes, remember? We, we yeah. didn't do anything like major. It, it, there, were small, there were small changes, but they had a huge impact on you, actually. There were, there were small changes, but with the right fitness level it may it really makes the difference between passive day-to-day -day management and proactive day-to-day -day management so yeah. no I, I think it was it was incredibly useful there was no way I would have been able to manage it as successfully as I did without your help so thank well, you and well, um, you're welcome all the best <laughs> <laughs> you you too all the best yeah keep it going keep it going keep up the good work i would say <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. This is Patricia Brenner and Rafaela Tenconi on maternity and entrepreneurship. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.